Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship, and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Welcome, my sweet pleasure seekers. I'm sure that if you have tapped into this episode, it's because you're also smoking hot and you're looking for something fun to listen to and to watch, perhaps watch. So if you are really into watching smoking and it really turns you on, I will be lighting up later on. But first, we're going to be talking all about cigars. We're going to be talking about capnolegia, which is the fetish of watching smoking, smelling smoke, all things to do with smoking. And I bet there's a lot of you out there going, I hate the smell of smoke and cigarettes. And I, okay, cool. This show's not for you. And, and the fact of the matter is I don't actually enjoy the smell of cigarettes, but I thoroughly enjoy the smell of cigars and pipes. There's something about really good tobacco burning that is so lovely. And whether that is because it reminds me of, you know, this really old dude when I was a kid, he was like, he was really old at the time. He was actually a hundred, Mr. Bross, and he always smoked a cigar. <clears throat> I think he actually, I think I just channeled him, <laughs> but no, I didn't. <laughs> so he, uh, he was a fascinating character for me when I was little. He was like the oldest person I'd ever met and he smoked cigars and I was very fascinated by him. And he, th there was that, there were people who smoked pipes. And when I was little, you know, in the 70s, everybody smoked cigarettes. There actually is a picture of me as a two-year-old somewhere floating around the universe right now, which I may have used in like a, a school project. So I may never see this picture again. Uh, it was a picture of me having a cigarette in one mouth at about the age of maybe two. I was still in diapers and a beer bottle in the other hand. And that was me. That was the lifestyle. But that was the 70s and like it was kind of cigarettes were everywhere. So the chances were kids were not just picking them up. They were putting them in their mouth. They were probably eating ashes. They were probably eating cigarette butts. Not that that's healthy. We do not encourage that behavior at all. Uh, so when we're talking about cigarettes today, we're talking to be for beginners. This is not if you are an expert and you already are into cigar play and you've done it, been there, you are the expert. I probably can teach you nothing on this front. However, if you are brand new to this and this sounds like very fascinating to you, like what is cigar play? I didn't know it was a fetish. How does that even, wow. So is me smoking cigars actually an addiction or is it my fetish? How do I know the difference? We won't dive too much into the psychological tonight because most cigar fetishes, there actually is uh, research on this that it does often go back to some happy memories in childhood where the smell was very alluring. There may have been some really enjoyable conversations. There may have also been the illusion of wealth that came with cigars. And there are some cigars out there 
that are like a million dollar cigars that if you got them, they are handmade. They are rolled with gold. They have diamonds encrusted in them. And you get them delivered by a person personally wearing white gloves. Like that's the kind of level of cigar and wealth that you can get to. You know, for the average smoker, you might be smoking cigars that are, if you're an avid smoker, if you're smoking regularly and you have a budget, you might be smoking $10 cigars. Um, tonight, I actually had asked my husband to go out and grab me a cigar and he just kind of chuckled and he brought me a very ladylike cigar. So how sweet of him. Although, uh, I did smoke occasionally cigarellos in the 90s. Uh, I did also smoke some pretty, pretty good size cigars, like seven inch cigars, four inch cigars. I smoked some good cigars in my day. So, and I did smoke some actually really kind of good quality cigars, mid range, not the million dollar range, but some mid good range cigars. Have to uh, give kudos to one of my uncles who gave me a cigar on his 55th birthday or something. And I was probably 23 and I smoked a cigar with uh, my cousin and we smoked, it was like a $50 cigar. And then we smoked that one up good. So, so we, um, we actually have had, we, me, I've had quite a few fun experiences with cigars. I don't have any sad experiences with cigars. So this is a fun conversation for me because it won't send me into any trauma mem rememberings at all. Uh, I mean, I have some like ugh, experiences with cigarettes in my life, but um, for this particular show, we're going to focus on the cigars and just note that anything I am talking about with cigars will probably also have relevance with cigarettes in terms of things like ash play, heat play, service play, all of the different kinds of play that we can have with cigarettes and cigars and whether you're smoking joints or you've got uh, pipes, any of that. So all of this is, um, all of this can be relevant with uh, anything else, but the focus will be discussing on cigars. So there are things to know about cigars if you are brand new to a cigar world, if you've never smoked one in your life, there are places that you can go that are, they specialize in selling cigars and you can walk into rooms that are humidors. So humidors are what keep the cigars at a certain temperature so they don't get hard and they don't get um, flaky. They, you keep them so that you want them to be firm. So as you can like see when I'm rolling this, there's like a little give, you want there to be a little bit of give, you want it to be firm. You know what I'm saying? It's like a texture of a really great erection. There's a little bit of give. It's nice and firm. Just, you know, there's something that is very akin to erections is what I have to say when it comes to cigars. So, so the things we can do with them are equally fun and playful. And for some of you who also don't remember the stories from the 90s about Bill Clinton, I'm going to name them. And Monica Lewinsky, the Bill Clinton Monica Lewinsky story involved a cigar. I don't know if you guys remember this, but in the story of Bill Clinton, and correct me if I'm wrong, what I remember is that Monica Lewinsky was asked to masturbate with a cigar in front of Bill Clinton, which led to what is a sex act? The question that he actually could not, he did not have an answer for, and which also helped him to not get uh, Clinton to not get arrested for his behavior. So 
So big things there. Whoop. And I'm glad I didn't have that lit because I just flicked it in it. Woo, and it would have lit me on fire, but it didn't happen. So phew, we're good right now. We are good and I'm not on fire and I'm just gonna hold on to this until the last segment where I will light this up and enjoy this with you guys. I'm waiting till the last segment because I haven't had a cigar in probably 23, at least 23 years. And I'm not sure how it's going to affect me. So stay tuned. You can hang out and wait and watch. And for those of you who are really into watching smoking and you get turned on by it, I hope I can offer you some pleasure tonight in watching this, perhaps listening to it as well. So there are things to know about cigar smoking. And one of them was that I didn't know when I had uh, my very first cigar because I didn't have anybody who was like teaching me the ways um, I went in, I went into this amazing place. I was actually living in Windsor, Ontario at the time, Canada, and I was going to university there and we in Windsor at the time, and I don't know if it's there, there was a cigar shop and it was beautiful. There were different rooms with different humidity for the humidors. There were small humidors, there were, bit, there was room humidors and you could sit in these beautiful leather sofa chairs, like chairs and leather sofas. And so the smell of tobacco and leather often go together. And you might even find, I actually, last year, I think it was bought a candle that was the smell of tobacco and leather. And it smells so good together. So being in those rooms uh, with a certain ambiance definitely adds to it. Being in those sort of settings can really add to all of the fetish as well. So being... Being in those rooms in public can add another dimension to it too. A lot of times smoking fetish may be done really privately, but there are also settings where you could go to a cigar convention. You can imagine that if you are, that if you have a cigar fetish, going to a cigar convention where everybody is allowed to be smoking publicly, which doesn't happen um, in Canada, which is wild. I mean, you can buy marijuana here no problem, but you're not allowed to smoke a cigarette in public places. Uh, you can smoke it on the street, but it's like not in not in bars, not in restaurants. So that rule got passed many years ago. I'm grateful for that rule, by the way. Um, nothing like really didn't enjoy eating food that tasted like cigarettes. However, um, they are there are places that you can go that are like more like private um, events, private clubs, and you can go and be smoking in front of public in front of people and think about what a turn on that could be especially if you are either a voyeur or an exhibitionist and you really enjoy doing things in front of people that can potentially turn them on hint hint nudge nudge i might be a little bit of an exhibitionist so if by chance that you do get turned on by watching people smoke cigars i have a cigarello not a cigar if it does turn you on then i hope that you thoroughly enjoy yourself with it. So there are sometimes just the visuals of the smoke that can be something that is very enticing. And sometimes it gives like a mystery, a lure. It can, it can bring sort of a nuance of naughtiness to a situation. So it just depends on your reaction to cigars, cigarettes and smoke. And, and ash and all of those things. If you were really put off by it, if, if it's something that really triggers you, that it really bothers you, um, then this is, this is definitely not a kink for you. So if it is something that you're like, 
oh, actually, I don't like cigarettes, but I kind of like the smell of cigars. What is that? Does it turn me on? Is it alluring to me? Am I intrigued by it? So the more I did research on this episode, the more I realized I'm actually quite turned on by the look of cigars. I like the smell of cigars. And then I started to go through some of the typical things that people discuss in terms of cigar play. And I was like, there's actually quite a few of those that I would be okay with. There are some that I would be no to, but there are some that I would be okay with. So not only okay with, I'd probably be turned on by. So we will talk about some of the options, ideas that can come up for how do you play with cigars, smoke, ash, um, in terms of like heat play, smoke play, ash play, and also sub servicing play. So as the sub, what can you do to service your dom? And one of the first things is you have a cigar. How do you get it? So in terms of servicing, as a sub, you could be delivering the cigar. I mean, I felt kind of like a dom today when my husband went out and got me a cigar. It was kind of sexy, I have to say. And then he delivered it in his hand and he was like, here you go. Now, if he had just lit it, that would have been an added bonus, but he didn't light it, but that's okay. Um, he's on his way. He's on his way to like getting star sex athlete of the universe. So he's he's working his way up there. So service play can be fun just in the delivery of the cigars. So you can imagine that the person who gets to buy that million dollar cigar that's gold leaf involved, that's got all kinds of uh, diamonds, it's encrusted with jewels, and they get theirs delivered with a you know, with white gloves right to their door. That is total, that is a total situation that's beautiful for a dome to have it delivered to their door with white gloves. The whole situation is very sexy. So, and to be able to be in the position, to be in that position to spend a million dollars on a cigar, that is also the, the added allure of the wealth and what it represents. So, Cigars definitely have more of a representation of wealth than, say, cigarettes. So cigarettes are kind of like the, it's like a poor man's version, poor woman's version of the cigar. Uh, so a cigar can actually lend more of a, an appeal to something that feels wealthy, feels luxurious. And it's kind of like a, almost like an elite club that gets to smoke cigars, right? So you're not going to be necessarily somebody who can't pay your next bill that gets to smoke a cigar because a cigar is something that you actually have to go to a certain place to purchase and if you're having really good ones I mean I'm just having this like easy to access one but if you're looking for like you know if you're in the U.S. you probably can't even get Cuban cigars or they're hard to get so having them being difficult to get is even more of an allure and then when you can get them they become like golden and you know so if you have a box of them then that's even more golden and then you have them and then you have the specialty things to keep them safe and happy like your humidor we're going to talk more sexy talk all about the different things about cigars the anatomy of the cigar how the anatomy of cigar actually relates to the anatomy of a penis because man they're actually quite similar just saying not that their names are similar just like you know there's the lengths there's the with there's all kinds of things that are very similar let's face it cylindrical it's kind of the same shape we'll talk more about that though when we come back so you're listening to the pleasure zone here on inspired choices network and we'll be right back after this commercial 
Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspire Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. Today we are talking about cigar play. Smoke play, ash play, it's all hot stuff. And we're talking about that because you know what? There's actually been a lot of conversation around me that has involved cigars in the last few weeks. So I thought, well, that's an interesting theme that just keeps on coming up like why not talk about it on the pleasure zone so if you are new to the pleasure zone you're going to realize that there are a lot of topics I talk about and there are over over 500 shows available for you to go peruse you can either watch or just listen if you want so you have a variety of options to do and this is the very first time I have ever talked about cigar play this is brand new for me and it's brand new fun for me to talk about thinking about the fact that I have done over 400 and something 500 shows and this is a brand new topic and the more I looked into it the more I realized that actually I really love cigars I don't necessarily want to smoke them every day of my life but as a kinky fun play it's pretty hot so when we, when I look at uh, the different, so there are four kind of main things that you want to do when it comes to cigar play. So I was diving in thinking about like, how would, what would I want to do? Because there's, there's a lot of common things out there that a lot of the, the, the information that's being shared will say. And so servicing play is one of the kinds of play. There's four main kinds of play with cigar play from what I understood through research. So service play, heat play, smoke play and ash play. And when I look at the service play, I think, well, that's pretty sexy. It has to do with having your cigar. It could either be purchased for you, 
could be delivered to you, could be rolled right in front of you. And I have to say that I did once watch somebody roll a cigar and I found it incredibly erotic. I, I was, again, it was in my 20s. There was um, an event going on in Toronto. At the time, there was this thing called the Caravan, which was where you would go to different cultural um, uh, settings. Like you would go to, say, like a, a Cuban hall and you would watch people doing, you know, you'd eat Cuban food, you'd watch dancing, and they had somebody rolling Cuban cigars. Like a person came from Cuba, rolled cigars, brought the tobacco, and it was absolutely beautiful to watch. It's such an art form and such an incredible thing to see. So if you've never watched cigar rolling, I'm sure there are videos out there on YouTube. I didn't check that out before this, but it is a sexy, sexy thing to see a cigar being rolled. So if you happen to be a dom who really likes the whole experience, getting somebody to actually, or getting somebody who can actually roll cigars to do that in front of you could be an added bonus to the experience. Um, that wasn't actually like mentioned in my research because I don't think there are that many people who are professional cigar rollers. It is something that you like learn for life. Uh, you become like a super, that is like your your expertise, right? So. Some of the other things could be that they can that you're that as a servicing that the person becomes your ashtray. So if you are the dom, your sub becomes your ashtray. And what does that mean? That has a whole. I'm sure for some people that just brings up a whole lot of things. It could be um, maybe humiliating or frustrating. But if you are into this kind of play and as a sub, you like humiliation then being used as an ashtray could actually be a great turn on, right? So how do you do that on somebody? Like, how do you turn somebody into an ashtray? The first thing to know is you don't want to put, so when you're burning a cigar, this, the very tip of the cigar, they call this part the foot. When it burns, it can get like a, like a burning bright uh, orange, right? So that's like, it's on super hot fire. And you don't want to put anything that's a super hot fire onto anybody's body unless they've asked for it and they're actually looking for scars. Some people are into that. Um, if they're not looking for scars, you want to wait for the ash to cool. And then you use them as an ashtray and you can use them as an ashtray. And some of the main things would be ashing out on their nipples, ashing out uh, on their anus, but it needs to be cool, remember ashing out on the shaft of a penis or on the head of a penis. You can also ash out on the outer labia, not internal, just out external. So you have to be really careful with that. So you're not, um, so you wanna get close when you're ashing so that you're not dropping it into things that uh, could, it could cause problems. Some, some more advanced play would be using somebody's mouth as an ashtray or putting the cigarette out on their tongue. And again, you have to make sure that it that you're only doing the tip of it that's been cooled off and then you would stick it on the tongue and roll it so that the ash will fall off naturally on its own and do not put the red the red part on their tongue because we're not looking to harm the person it's just more of the subdom play ashing out in somebody's mouth you also want to make sure that you're close and if you're doing this outside that it's not on a day where the wind would like pick up and throw ash in their eyes, that can be really damaging. Or if you happen to have like um, 
fans on or something where the ash could be flying around. You want to be careful of all these situations. And also, you also want to be careful of what you're wearing so that whatever you're wearing is not flammable. So there are definitely materials that are flammable. Actually, kind of this thing I'm wearing right now, which is like fake fur, is on that verge of uh, potentially flammable. So when I do light this later, I will probably take this off for safety reasons. So, so um, what we want to do is make sure we got safety in place. So also when you're doing any kind of play with cigars, you want to make sure you've got a few things on hand, like anything for first, second, and third degree burns, especially if anything, you always want to be ready and prepared for any potential accidents that occur. And also with any other sub-dom play, you want to make sure that you have safe words in place. You want to make sure that you know what the scenario is, what's going on. Sometimes you might actually set up the scenario so that you are going to a place where it is like a cigar lounge. You're going with, as the dom, you're going in and then your sub shows up and maybe they're in there and they are servicing you publicly. So you might have a scene like that happening you might have a scene in your home happening um, where they they're serving you cigars but then there might also be some other play going on where you have a little added um like maybe they're they have to have their hands tied together and service you at the same time so that there's even more uh, it's even more difficult for them to do their job so there are different things you can add to it and definitely a lot of people who are really into the cigar play as like a top kind of play, they often do add things like leather play into it. So adding, wearing leather clothes, wearing say leather chaps, wearing um, leather dog collars, wearing anything that has like the leather smell, uh, leather feel, leather itself can definitely add to the experience. It can add to any experiences sub-dom play so just being aware of that so when you are when you are playing in this arena you want to make sure that you are safe that you are not going to harm anybody you're not going to harm yourself and one of the things to know about harming yourself is how to actually smoke the cigar so that you're not sucking it up like you would a cigarette bringing it into your lungs that's that is a, a no-no across the board so I didn't know that the first time I smoked cigars and it was quite burning and I could feel the burn because tobacco smoke itself, tobacco burns hotter than cigarettes do. So that heat can be a real, uh, a real burning sensation in, in the, uh, in your respiratory system. So you, you're inhaling about to the back of your mouth, holding for a second if you want and then blowing out that's it that's all you need to do it's about gaining the flavor and the scent is really what you're looking for and all cigars are going to smell different some are dipped in things like brandy this particular one has a bit of a hint of honey it's kind of interesting so you may find different smells different flavors and as it burns also the flavor can change too so some of them as they burn longer they become more robust smelling um, so there's different like levels of, of cigar taste and smell from like medium, from mild to medium to robust. And so the really, really robust ones will have um, 
like a longer lasting smell, a deeper flavor. They're usually the ones that are the more money. So beginner styles though, you can just go for really mild to get used to the, the sensation and get used to the action of how you actually bring the smoke in and how you can exhale. So you can use that as also practice for smoke play, which you can do so many different things with smoke play. You, uh, so I have like four that just top my head in one second. So the first one I'm thinking of is you can, um, as the, as the uh, dom, you can be smoking your cigar while you're being gifted oral sex by your sub. What a great way, right? We can just go exactly to where Hillary Clinton, sorry, not Hillary, she wasn't involved that time, but Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky, uh, where Monica masturbated with a cigar. So we're told, we don't know if that's for sure or not, but that's the rumor. So you can use the cigars for play, for, for masturbating with, you could, even before they're lit, you can do stuff with them that, you know, if you were, if you were rubbing them on your genitals, you may get some added juices and added flavors. And then having somebody smoke it after can add a little bit of extra sexiness. So that, you know, that idea was not mine. That was, thank you, Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton. But the idea of uh, being given oral sex while you're smoking a cigar could be very much an alluring uh, experience for the person who's into who who is who is the dom so that you're getting pleasured you're also getting to blow smoke you might find that it's that it's sexy to you to blow smoke on the person who is giving you oral sex and they you know as long as it's consensual we're good so having these discussions in advance the scenario might be you're sitting in a leather chair where you're being gifted oral sex while you smoke cigars in somebody's face or you're blowing smoke onto their body somehow. You could be in a 69, they're giving you oral sex and you're blowing smoke onto their genitals. So that could be fun too. So there's so much variety. I hope I'm giving you guys some ideas for those of you who like cigars and never thought about adding them to your sex life or you had thought about it, but you weren't sure how. I hope that some ideas are brewing here. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich where she will entice you and your body to know your own Pleasure Zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions 
that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight, we're talking about cigar play. It's hot stuff, and we're going to get smoking hot. So one of the things that we've been talking about is safety, because safety is super important when it comes to all things sex, never mind just the kink end of it. All things should be considered uh, when it comes to safety with sex. So as long as everybody who's involved understands the scenario, what's going on, what the safe words are, and you've got with cigar play, you also need to have certain things in case there are burns that happen. First to third degree burns, you know, hopefully it doesn't get worse than that. And having them ready, and being able to know that after you've had the play, that there needs to also be aftercare. As with all kinks, there needs to be aftercare. So we will talk a bit about that. So we talked a little bit about servicing and how having somebody bring you the cigars part of it, having them light it, having them maybe even roll it for you would be really super sexy. So other things they could do to, to service you would be to get, they, they could get your cigar started for you. But that might not be your thing because you might want to be the one in charge and you start your own cigar. Uh, so it just depends on, on how that works. Other ways that you could service would be to create, um, as, as a sub, it would be to create um, even the space, right? So whether it's like bringing in the, the chair that's like a leather chair or getting certain scenarios set up. So it's good to have the conversation in advance so that you know what your job as the sub is so that you can do your best, do your best to service your dom. It's your job, subs, to service your dom. So as we look at the fun things you can do with cigars, one of the things that we kind of tapped into but not we didn't go really deep on was smoke and smoke could go deep and let me tell you there's ways so one of the things that you can do is hot box if you've never heard of that this is where you like blow smoke into somebody else's mouth and they they breathe it in but you're not going to breathe it into your lungs remember that you're just going to breathe it in and let it go yeah so not to your lungs so 
you can hot box, you can, you could even uh, burn extra cigars if you wanted. You could have a couple going, different flavors, whatever floats your boat. One of the things with smoke play too is that there are people who get specific um, paraphernalia where there's like a gas mask, gas mask involved. And at the end of it, they, the person who is this, uh, it could be to force the sub into smoking the cigar too, so the Dom can watch the sub smoke. Uh, it could be having the cigar stuck on the end of a, uh, a device like a hose, and then the sub has to suck in the um, cigar smoke. So that's, there are also gas mask type devices that people will use. And, you know, you can, you can even create your own as long as you've got uh, some safe stuff. You could use funnels, you can use um, different things. You could, you can also have the person, um, you can have your cigar and put like, uh, whether it's like a scarf or something over them, and then they have to be surrounded by the smoke. So you're smoking into like a little space uh, that's more secluded, right? So having a dedicated dedicated smoking room, if you're really into this, is a great idea so that you have that smell is always there with you, especially if that's the smell that you're really turned on by. You can have your room always smelling like cigars and, of course, your leather chairs are great to add to that ambiance. So some of the ideas too that I was thinking about for, for smoke play is that you can get things like um, say funnels, for example, you'd wanna put some lube on them and then you could insert them into the rectum, into the anus, and you can blow smoke up your ass. And I'm not kidding when I say blow smoke up your ass, that's actually what I'm saying. So you would have, the funnel here, the funnel would go into the anus and you go blowing smoke into the ass. So that can be really, it can be very hot. So you wanna make sure that uh, hot as in sexy, but also it can be very temperature hot. So the person needs to be aware that that's happening. You can blow it around the rectum as well. Blowing it internally is actually kind of advanced. So blowing it externally, you can blow it on, you can blow it, while giving a blowjob, you can blow cigar smoke onto um, either whatever genitals you're giving the oral sex to. You can just blow cigar smoke on there. You can do, um, like we were talking about, ash on the nipples, but you could also blow smoke on the nipples. You can blow smoke into somebody's hair. You could blow smoke all the way down their body. So if you if they were lying down, um, as a sub, you could blow smoke all down from the top of their head all the way down their spine if you were, um, if they're lying on their stomach or all the way down the front of their body. So you're just giving them like a smoke bath. I didn't read about that one, but that visual kind of got me going. So I wanted to share it. So, so I'm sure it's out there. And, you know, you could take any kink and add this cigar play to it, whether it's you know, being, um, whether you're being restrained with, uh, with rope, and then all of a sudden, now you have cigar that's been added to the scene, you can have blindfolds, and then add cigars to the scene. Having a cigar when you're blindfolded would actually add a lot of, uh, 
uh, anticipation energy because you could smell it. You might even be able to feel the heat. And so having it would kind of elevate the experience of the heat and the smell and all of the experience of the cigarettes. As you're blindfolded, you wouldn't know necessarily exactly where it is, what's happening, what's going to happen. So elevating the mystery there can be something that would heighten the, the uh, arousal for sure. So again, remember though, always using your safe words if things going too far and, uh, and you're uncomfortable. So knowing what they are in advance, use those safe words, they're very important. So other, other smoke play could be that, you know, we talked about blowing smoke on the body. Um, it can be also that, you know, you might want to, we talked about blowing smoke in the mouth, you might want to blow smoke anywhere. It could be in their ears, it could be on their hair, it could be literally anywhere. You could be sucking a toe and blowing smoke on that if you're into the foot fetish. You know, adding cigars into a foot fetish can be super sexy. You could ash on the bottom of the feet as well. Again, knowing when the ash is safe is important. So uh, also, if you are into foot fetishes and licking toes and sucking on toes, then you could add the cigarette smoke to that experience as well. Some of the, uh, as I keep on going back and forth from smoke to ash, it's because uh, every time I think of smoke, then I think of the ash that follows it. So, so part of the ash too is sometimes to have, have the sub eat the ash or have uh, that put into something where then they have to ingest it in some way. So you can see that like whether you have the ash or the smoke in you or on you, this can just, it can just add elements of pleasure. And especially if you're blindfolded or if you happen to be, um, you know, tied up, it could add so much to this. Then, you know what, let's just add some more elements of fun. We're just going to have you tied up. Your legs could be tied up. You could be sitting in a fine chair. You are experiencing like the smoke of the cigars. At the same time, maybe you're having uh, consensual force cunnilingus happening. I'm just coming up with some fantasies right here on the spot, kids, because that sounds like fun. And you could also be blindfolded at the same time. How fascinating would that be, right? So let your mind roll and stroll with all the things that you can add the cigarette play to. Also remembering that you can put the cigarette on the body. You, if somebody's really sweaty and you want to add their sweat to your smoke, you know, roll their roll that cigarette on their body. You do need to moisten uh, the tip of a cigar before you before you light it anyway. So uh, the end that you are smoking, mine has a tip already on it but you would normally um, get that a little wet and you'd get the tip a little wet. So you'd get that prepared and then you, you would smoke it up. So you could smoke, you could do that with, you know, sweat. You could do that with juices of all kinds and you can have fun with that, you know, dip it in some cum and see how that burns. That could be fun. That could be enjoyable. Again, did not read that anywhere, but just saying it's a possibility. My mind scrolls and rolls and comes up with new ideas all the time. So we always want to make sure that when you're playing with any of these things, that you, you're having conversation with your partner. Prior to this is probably a really better idea than, you know, having the conversation during as to safety is great. But having the scenario set up 
is super important. And I can imagine that a lot of people out there who are really into this scenario are looking for something that's going to be a little bit more on the luxurious side or even more on the dirty side. Like you just be like, spent your last $50 on a cigar and that whole scenario could be kind of sexy too. Or you could be in the scenario of you are that millionaire smoking the cigar with your smoking jacket in your smoking room with your humidor beside you where you're being serviced by your sub who is delivering your cigar to you and lighting it for you and then being your ashtray. All of these can be super sexy if you let them be. So anything can be sexy once we've kind of moved our brains out of uh, feeling like everything is an insult or harmful and then we can open up to new ideas that are um, and not everything has to be okay again like if it works for you cool I would have to say that if you if I had been talking about cigars as a fetish 20 years ago I would have been thinking I don't know about that I like the smell of cigars um, but 20 years ago in my 20s I wasn't so open to the concept or the ideas of different um, different fetishes they actually kind of scared me so as uh, as I've become more confident in myself and more confident in my partner and feeling more trust, I the ideas of kinks become, and the experience of kinks becomes way more easy and fun and actually like exciting to talk about and do. So if, if a lot of this stuff scares you, that's okay. You don't have to jump the gun on this. Your first experience might just be walking into place that sells scars and see how you feel walking in. See how you feel saying, I'm kind of curious about cigars. Can you teach me about them? To the person at the specialty cigar store. Go to a specialty place because the experience is really cool. It's so worth it. I I really wonder if the place I used to go to in the university still exists because it pops into my mind every once in a while and I just love the setting. So we're going to come back and on this next um, segment I'm going to just light this up and we're going to keep on talking about the fun of ash play heat play and servicing play I'm not even being serviced to have this lit I'll just service myself I've done that before you're listening to the pleasure zone here on inspired choices network and we'll be right back after this commercial are you secretly a voyeur wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives what if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution. Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Well, folks, I just looked this up. What an experience. It's been 25 years since I lit a cigar. 
I do not think my parents would be proud of me right now. However, it's pretty darn fun. And this is smelling really good. The flavor of it does, just like I was saying that it smells a bit like honey, it actually tastes a little bit like honey. And I have to say, it's, uh, I didn't light it very well. And I apologize to those of you aficionados out there who are experts at lighting it. Um, I did not light it perfectly to uh, to get it going perfectly round, but such is life. It is. It's been a long time. So when you are smoking a cigar, you want to take some intervals. You don't want to suck it back all fast and furious. Like you burn like a nice slow incense, you know. And a nice slow incense can take quite a while to burn. I'm going to try and get this burning a little bit more evenly. So when you're burning a nice slow incense, you've got something that's going to give you a nice smell for a little, you know, for a, a while. I have a nice slow incense that burns for like an hour. And you want to get the flavor. So there's a flavor that's happening in my mouth that I can actually taste that honey flavor. You can taste the tobacco. It's really lovely. And for those of you who like the look of smoke, I hope that this is really working for you. So what do you look for in a cigar? You look for what size do you like? Size can matter. And you want to look for certain things like firmness. You want to have a little give in your cigar. You don't want it to be hard like a rock. Um, that's not going to burn well. It'll flake off. You can use that tobacco for other things, absolutely. As tobacco is uh, indigenous, for, it's an indigenous medicine. So we really want to honor that too and respect the medicine of it. So, you know, a lot of things that you read on on uh, the internet will say, whatever you do, don't have any tobacco, but tobacco is actually a medicine. So I want to be clear that it's not poison. Um, some of the other things that are in cigarettes can be considered poison. So if you're having pure tobacco and you're not smoking it every day of your life, um, you're using it as a, a, as a pleasure tool. On occasion, it can be highly enjoyable and something that uh, you can use to add a little fun, right? So as I'm sitting here, I don't know if my husband's back there behind me staring at this scenario or not. I have no idea. I just want to peek a little because I do know that he was walking behind a few minutes ago. We discussed before this show about how we both actually like the smell of tobacco because I asked him, is it, I, I wanted to make sure that if I was lighting it uh, tobacco in the house that it wasn't going to bother him. He's like, actually, I like the smell of tobacco. So. He probably um, had no idea that, you know, after 10 years of hanging with his wife, that she would one day get on social media all over, you know, 400 platforms and start smoking a cigar publicly. And why do I like them? Because they actually do have kind of a symbology of, of something phallic, right? And this is a small one, but does size matter? Again, it can, depends, but a good big cigar that you can smoke for a few hours can be pretty hot and sexy. So you can see the ash now is starting to come onto this. So when you, if it just comes off, oh, sorry, I want to show you guys. If it just comes off of, of this a little bit. So right here on my body, you can I can feel the heat. So I know that the ash isn't cool enough for me right now. So you can do this kind of experience too, where you're, taking the ash close to the body but not touching it 
And just that heat sensation can be super sexy. So if you can imagine this is like the shaft of a penis and you're running the heat up and down as an experience of the heat, you can have that coming off of the ash and the ash doesn't have to actually land, although the ash can land when it's cooled off a bit. So I'm just kind of like dumbfounded by my enjoyment of the cigar right now. which is quite funny um, to me because now I'm like all distracted by my experience. And I think that's actually part of the beauty of a cigar is that it is to sit back, enjoy the experience of the tobacco, of the smoke itself. Um, this is the first time that we've had any tobacco burning in this house. So for the fact of, of uh, having the tobacco burn, my office will smell new and different. And I do have the windows open for those of you who may wonder. And yes, I do have medicine behind me that would indicate that I normally don't do this. This is not like a daily habit. However, for a sexy moment for you guys, I'm willing to do things. And I hope that when you choose, if you choose to get yourself into um, capnulagia, the cigar fetish, cigar play, smoke play in anything to do with uh, cigars, cigarettes, and all that jazz. I hope that you guys find fun in it. And I also hope you get creative. And I'd love to hear your creative ideas as much as I've talked about, you know, giving a blowjob with smoke in your mouth and how that could feel, smell, taste. Um, you know, and also kissing somebody who's had cigar in their mouth to sharing that, not just um, hot boxing you can I don't think I mentioned the kissing but yeah you can kiss for some people that might not be a turn on but if you are in the sub dom um, relationship and as the dom you want to be the kisser and you you know your sub has agreed to it it can be quite fun to blow smoke into their mouth while you're kissing them I've had other drugs put in my mouth while I was kissing people so why not tobacco We'll just call tobacco a medicine right now instead of a drug. So some, for some people too, they want the experience of other sexy things like brandy or uh, bourbon or cognac while they have a cigar, along with the leather and all of the other experience to add to the elegance, the sexiness that ooh, just ashed. Um, to add to all of that, to add to the flair of the experience, because how fun is that? I hope you guys also uh, have a lot of fun. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.